Oh, you figured it out. All right. Go much better. There you go. You got it. Hello. 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 We are live now. There we go. All right. Uh, well, you can tell it's the first time I ever used, I ever actually hosted StreamYards. <laughs> no worries. First time for everything, right? Yeah. Well, I can't say that the first episode of the Xbox Live Party USA has gotten off to no hitches, but we're here. And uh, this is our first episode appearing here every Thursday at nine o'clock on the Xbox Live Party Podcast channel. And let's go make a round table because I'm sure everybody knows who I am. I'm, uh, but the other guys here you may not be aware of. So let's start with you, Slayer Exclusive. Well, what's up, guys? I'm Slayer Exclusive, uh, you know, a regular member of the XBL Party Podcast. And, uh, I'm doing all right, you know, just here to talk about our favorite topic, which is uh, video games. So let's let's do this. And what are those favorite video games of yours? Um, well, at the moment, I've been playing a little bit of uh, ESO, really getting into that. And uh, I'm actually thinking of starting uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy soon. So can't wait for that. Yeah, they've got some people have got me hyped up about that, and I'm like, man, really? You gonna make me buy another game? <sighs> <laughs> now, there's a lot of games coming out right now. I was looking and at next... like, the store, and uh, there's like oh, over 70 games in October alone. Like, if you just count at all of them, like indies and everything, it's crazy. Oh goodness! Yeah, and it's not slowing down either. No, not at all. Next on the panel, Mr. John Blue. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what have you been playing? How's my mic? Is it good? Yep, you sound uh, great. Yeah, I'm John Blue. Big gaming fan, Xbox fan. Uh, just overall, just love gaming. So, yeah, that's about it, really. All right. Man, Power Man 4K. What's going on, guys? What's going on? My name is Power Man 4K. Um, glad to be here. Excited about the new topics. Can't wait to talk to you guys. And as far as those new topics go, let's start right off the bat with Craig making a return on this past Monday. Uh, the game, it looked a lot better than what we saw last year. Um, and well, uh, Craig has got an older uncle, Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. And, uh, it's pretty impressive all the hair in his face and everything. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I thought that, uh, it, it cried like almost like outpost and structures from Far Cry and I'm a big Far Cry fan. And then you throw master chief in there with an AI and the banished and you've just taken two of my favorite franchises stuffed them in a box and made them have a baby so i'm pumped like really pumped how about you slayer yeah yeah i mean it looks really good a lot better than like you mentioned a lot better than when they first revealed it um and i'm looking forward to it i, I, I kind of want to see more i have to say like i'm a little bit curious to see how they're gonna you know, flesh out the world a little bit more in terms of like what you're going to be able to do other than the main missions. I think that, uh, 
you know, we all know Master Chief and Halo to be like a game where it's mostly like kind of on rails, you know, you kind of have to go a specific path. <clears throat> so it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, how they're going to like, I guess, evolve the world in terms of exploration. Like, you know, now that they're opening it up to this big world, because, um, you know, we all know that Master Chief is a uh, badass and, uh, you know, he doesn't he doesn't do fetch quests and stuff like that. So there's got to be there's got to be something interesting that he's got to be doing around the map, you know, other than just like, you know, I don't know, <laughs> go get this and then come back to me like, you know, crap like that. So we'll see. It looks like there's going to be a, a banished elite hunting out and killing Spartans. That uh, that could be a thorn in your side through the entire campaign. Yeah, we'll see. It looks interesting. Definitely. Can't wait to see more. Yep, you know it. John Blue, I know you are a huge Halo fan, sir. Yeah, I was really impressed with uh, like the upgrades that they did. The open world looked pretty good. Um, all the different vehicles, too. Looked like yes. the Wasp. When that dropped down, and then he went and got in the loss and was flying yes. through all near the structures. Um, the weapons look pretty good. Um, the textures on the characters are really, really good. Good job on that. And uh, yeah, the elites, the like Spartan hunter, that looked pretty cool. And uh, the like, just it looks just look like so much fun. Like the open world design, like you said, like Far Cry. That that looks really good. Um, the, I just hope it's not like, like a too big of an open world because then it might not might get bogged down a little bit. Yeah. What do you think about that? It could it could get bogged down. And those yeah. textures, you are right. I love those, those weapons. You could tell those weapons weren't just taken out of the box on off a ship and put yeah, in Master Chief's hand. He's scratches all that kind of stuff on like yeah <laughs> yeah. You could tell those things have been through a planetary crash and went through some hell. <laughs> yeah. and Master Chief was just grabbing what he could get. Yeah, yeah, I know. And like the one when he was in in the, uh, I think it was a loss, and he jumped out with the rocket launcher and then she fired it down. Yes. And then he threw some of those fusion coils and just the explosions, and the explosions looked really good too in it. This was like absolute mayhem. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty wild. Yeah, I wonder if it'll. Uh, I wonder if the AI will adapt to you. Like, if you go through the same area for the twentieth time, is it still gonna be as easy as it I was the like first the, time? Yeah, uh, yeah. The Cortana, the like the old design they had at the very beginning, like from CE, so the like purple, like CE Cortana. Yeah, like right at the beginning mm -hmm. of the trailer, that looked cool. And then obviously you got the new AI, the the weapon she's called, I guess. So we're gonna see how that plays out. And she kind of had sort of a, like an adolescent vibe to her, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, like kind of naive, just... kind of like, you know, doesn't know, understand what's going on or or what Cortana did, right? The way she cocked her head and looked at Master Chief and asked, what did she do that was so bad? And I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, God, this, <laughs> this, AI, she, uh, this AI is straight out of high paint, school. Most everything. <laughs> That's what she did. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's going to be good, though. I'm really looking forward to it. Power Man 4K, what'd you think? 
Well, you know, a year ago, we would have thought that uh, this would have been a a huge problem, right, with the delay. But I personally think that this did nothing but help the game. It gave them a year to polish and perfect a lot of the things that maybe they didn't have the time or uh, the resources at the the moment to take care of. Uh, Looking at it as it is today and as it stands, it's a lot more polished. It's more refined. They were able to go in there and touch a lot of the stuff that you probably wouldn't have seen. I mean, it's safe to say that, you know, nobody really expected somebody to freeze frame Craig and, and get the picture that they got out of it. But all in all, I think that Craig, as a meme, did nothing but help Halo. And, and really, I think it pushed 343 to, uh, you know, push the, the levels that they could do as far as development and, and scenery and touching and complete 180 as far as how it looks. I think the game, and from a gameplay standpoint, was always solid. I think it looked great in the initial uh launch as far as like the gameplay the multiplayer trailer was awesome um i think that halo is going to be incredible on console and on pc it looks like they're going to be doing a lot of development on the pc side with ultra wide support and uh you know just a few of those things but overall i think it's going to be a super solid game for this christmas yeah oh uh oh xbox they flipped the script didn't they they started saying, "Okay, well, it looks like a fridge. Well, here's a fridge. Oh, you, oh, you're gonna put Craig all over Twitter. Well, guess what? We got Craig. You don't have Craig. Look at Craig. Look at how beautiful he is. Craig got a mohawk. <laughs> That's right. Oh goodness. But while we're talking about those uh, those plastic warriors on Twitter, plastering Craig's face all over the place, let's uh, let's talk about about hmm what should we talk about oh god of war coming to pc in january wow i didn't see that coming i really didn't see it coming i figured maybe the next one but ah wow that that accounts on twitter never saw it coming either i tell you what that was one of the games that made the the ps4 a generation that made it dominant that and horizon zero dawn. And I mean, if you like walking simulators, they had that too. Yeah, God of War was phenomenal, phenomenal game. Well, yeah. One of my favorite games. I'm actually one of the few people who really like days gone. Me and too. I know I that game has got a lot of fight. Yeah, that was, yeah. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed days gone. I thought it was a good game. Yep. So, uh, do you, do we do we think that uh, what is it Blue Point that Sony acquired that they customize they specialize in PC ports? I think was it? Uh, yeah, I mean they they, they acquired that and, and even today, I, I, obviously I don't know if that's on the on the subject list, but you know officially coming out with PlayStation, PlayStation PC, uh, you know the yeah. whole slate as Jim Ryan, Jim Ryan pointed out, it's on the way. At this point, whenever they put Kratos on PC, I think it's safe to say that nothing's safe, right? Like, there really isn't a larger IP, in my opinion. Uh, You know, Kratos is synonymous with the PlayStation brand. Um, You know, as far as maybe Spider-Man, I'm not really sure as far as that from a marketing standpoint, how they're going to push that. But I completely uh, would not say that it wouldn't be coming to PC. My personal prediction would be the next... Uh, would probably be the last of a series, if my guess. I think that'd be a good fit for PC as well. 
and um, after Uncharted, of course. But the you Ghost know. of Tsushima, I'd say too, might become a story. yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It, that that open world, the open world stuff that can you can really push the fidelity on, and, uh, and, and you know, and they were talking about with God of War, for instance, that there's a few things that they're uh, enabling that, that they're not even doing on PS5, right? So they're doing. You know, they're adding things, features to that, that, you know, so now, technically speaking, PlayStation is not the definitive place to play God of War. You know what I mean? So it's a very interesting turn of events, you know, in, in this year alone with PlayStation and, and their push towards, you know, multi-platform on their exclusives. You know, you scratched the surface of a, of a theory I've been tossing around in my head for a little while when you said nothing's sacred anymore. <laughs> and uh we'll get to that in a little while we'll let that simmer a little more all right so going back a little bit because this is our first episode so it's not like we have to talk about only the things that have happened in the last seven days because we didn't have an episode seven days ago <laughs> the right. dc universe show fandom what did everybody think about that what did you think about uh no upgrades or updates or remasters being announced for the old Gotham games. And uh, what did everybody think about that? Oh, I, I wanted to start off with that. that I, I saw something online and I don't know if any, has anybody tested Arkham Knight on the series X? Is that, is that actually running at 4k 60? I, I overheard some people talking about testing it um, yeah, and seeing that something was coming along 30 right now. Oh, so they did up it because I thought that was locked a couple weeks ago. That that one looks pretty good with the back compat. Yeah, I just I thought that Arkham right? Knight was locked at 900p. I wasn't sure because I, I think it's without... 4K because they had that package where you could buy like all the games in, in one. Uh, yeah, the collection like one X enhanced or whatever. Right? Okay, okay, mm -hmm. so it's it's running 4K 30. Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, those are like remasters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. I mean, I know me personally, I, I think that uh, the Batman trailer probably stood out the most for me. Um, I was I was really, really impressed with that. Uh, number two would probably be Gotham Knights. I think I'm most excited about that game more than, um, you know, Suicide Squad. I got to see a little bit more of that. I mean, I, you know, so far, not – I mean, I'm, I'm like in the, on the fence about it, but Gotham Knights looks really cool. You know, the four-player – you know, aspect of it. I think it look like the they look like in engine, maybe like showing, or what do you think about that? You think it was in engine? Yeah, that's my guess. I, I'm not really, yeah. I wasn't really seeing that as like a gameplay, you know what I mean? No, and, that, that, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. I have to, you know, I got to see how that plays out. You know, is it going to be drop in, drop out type gameplay, or is, is it going to be co op? I don't really know how they're going to play that, or maybe like chapters and in injustice where you play as one and then it and then a chapter's done, then you swap over to Boomerang or you swap over to Harley Quinn. Um, but with Gotham Knights, it looks like you can get like three of your buddies, everybody pick a character and go do missions, and that sounds pretty cool. So Gotham Knight, like the uh Court of Owls, that, that looks really cool, yeah, yeah, and they haven't they haven't really touched that on another. No, another, another Batman story, game, too. you know, you it's a great comics, story. It's, yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Power, you mentioned everybody in Suicide Squad except for Shark Boy. Don't you want to be Shark Boy? Mmm, <laughs> friend, not food. Shark Dad Bod. <laughs> What's his name again? Shark. Like, I forget. I call him. Name. <laughs> yeah, I call him Shark Boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Shark Boy. Cool. Yeah. He looks cool. And he bites people's heads clean off. <laughs> 
Yeah, he was the he was like the the comic relief in that last Suicide Squad. Like movie. Sylvester Stallone voice, wasn't I know. It? Yeah, yeah, it was. Like num num. They probably num. paid that guy ten million dollars to say num num. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I need that. I need that level of clout. You know what I mean? Just give me, give me a couple million to say nom nom. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know, I seen somebody uh, post on Twitter the other day. They um, they mentioned they were actually against the new Gotham Knights being about the Court of Isles, and I've th- immediately thought to myself, you don't read very many comic books, do you? Because this was actually a very very large story in Batman's universe. The, uh, oh, the Court of Isles, yeah, it was massive. And I mean, it only makes sense to me. We've covered all the, um, all the big villains. I mean, it's about time we hit a controversy in Batman's world, and Court of Owls is where it's at, man. I mean, we're talking about yeah. the game's gonna have to have. It's gonna have tons of puzzles. It's gonna have tons of riddles. I mean, that's what the Court of Owls like is about. RPG, like kind of like an RPG in, in in some ways. Yeah, and then it's just the whole the whole uh, secret society, you know. What I mean, the Illuminati of comic books, even. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that whole that whole storyline, and then how they led with Batman being dead initially, um, leads me to believe that there's more than meets the eye with the story, which I'm excited about. Well, Batman be showing up at some point. You got to think, right? Yeah, that that's my guess. I mean, there's no way. I mean, you're gonna, you're going to probably going to see characters like Azrael from uh, the comic books. That was a real big part of that. Yeah, and. Uh, it's going to be awesome. You know what I mean? The hardest part is going to be trying to is fighting over who's going to be what character. I think I got to be red hood. Yeah. Yeah. Red hood looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. If I can't get him, I guess I'm going to go. I don't know. Is the Robin, um, Damien Wayne is, is, is it Damien Wayne or is it, uh, Tim Drake? If it's Uh, Damien Wayne, I'd go Robin. I would assume. Yeah. 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 Tim Drake was a pussy. Damien, Damien's a badass. You got Nighthawk, which is a pretty cool character as well. Yeah. Nighthawk, that's uh, Dick Grayson. Yeah. 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 And then Red Robin, he was uh, Jason Todd. The, the, the Titans, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically yeah. the Teen Titans minus, yeah. minus Cyborg. And, yeah. What do you think of it, Slayer? So um, I actually didn't really watch the whole thing. I just watched the game game part of it because I'm not really that much of like a comic book fan. I'll be honest. <laughs> I, I like them, but I don't. I'm not like a huge fan to the point where like I buy them and I actually read them. Um, but yeah, I mean the games look really cool. I'm excited for um, the Gotham Knights. I think that's probably gonna be my favorite one out of the two because of the fact that it is co-op and you know I do have friends that we're gonna play through it with and. Yeah, just like Power Man mentioned, uh, it's going to be a big issue in terms of, you know, picking who we're going to play because uh, it seems like nobody wants to be Batgirl. So <laughs> that's going to be very interesting. I'll be but her. You know Bitch is hot. Yeah, I don't care. Like, honestly, if, if, if it comes down to me being being Batgirl, I don't care. I'll, I'll still enjoy the game because I'm sure it's going to be fun no matter who you play. Like, you know, they're, I'm sure they're all going to have their own play styles and I'll probably we'll probably play through it a couple times, you know, switch out the characters every now and then. So. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time, especially you know, just like I said, there's there's not enough. I I you know I'm always the person that thinks that pretty much any game could be co-op. Like if I could have Skyrim co-op, that'd be amazing. I would love oh, that. As, you know, yeah. Like there's so I'm many games. I get it. You know, there's some games that it doesn't work with, and and I understand that. But there's a lot of games that don't have it that I think would really it would work really well in. So, 
take notes, Halo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But look, if you all, if you, if you guys are ever looking for everybody to be Batwoman, I'm there, dude. I'm there. I mean, don't get mad at me when you guys are like, like, uh, like almost to the end of the quest, and I'm in the back <laughs> doing squats and moves, staring at the curves of Batwoman. Because <laughs> it's yeah. possible. It could really happen. Yeah, you'll be doing that, and I'll be I'll be scouring the levels for collectibles and stuff because that's what I do. My friends are usually pissed at me for like taking my time and you know oh, exploring yes. everything, and they're just like Sl rushing through it. You know. For those of you that don't know, Slayer exclusive is a completionist. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Achievement hunter, completionist, the whole nine yards. Don't yeah, play I Far Cry Six, sir. Do not do it. <laughs> the <laughs> no, map is huge, and there's too Far much Cry shit to 6. do. Yeah, I like I played, I played through. on the map. Yeah, I mean, I, hey, I, I listen. I played through um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, complete everything. I completed oh, everything. Man. So well, that took me, I think, hours. Yeah, that's pretty huge. much. Yeah, 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 pretty much. If you look at my uh, my uh, gameplay time on on the Xbox app, yeah, it's about. I think it's about one fifty to one seventy five. Damn. But you know, that was when we were working from home, so I had a lot more time. <laughs> so not sure if that's gonna happen, but uh, we'll see. So, uh, oh, AMD's got a new video card coming out. Kind of looks like uh, Master Chief's armor. I am personally very happy for the 10 individuals that are able to buy that for MSRP and not scalpers. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if that, right? I mean, even if they get 10, <laughs> that's going to be, that thing is insta gone. You know what I mean? Um, oh yeah! Almost, you almost can... everything that I see online nowadays, I just kind of throw a little comment. Oh, this is another great little thing I'll never be able to buy. Like we Xbox couldn't even fridge. get a fridge power. I know, <laughs> instant gone. Couldn't even. I, I didn't even. I, you know, I did. I started off trying with the because uh, I was eventually. I was thinking about um, the Halo Infinite uh, Series X, and that, that was just a no. It, it didn't even. It wasn't even a chance. You know. Um, and then I actually tried to, I was looking at the Halo Infinite GPU and, uh, you know, not happening. So it's one of those things, man, you know, it's, we're living in weird times right now. Uh, you know, everything's getting snatched up and, and sold at, you know, twice the retail and it's an interesting world we live in. They got so many, uh, shipping freighters off the coast of California right now. You could walk across them to the Hawaii. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, it's it's crazy. I, I've never seen such a uh, a demand. You know, in, just think about the last generation. You think of like 2013, 2014. Dude, you could go buy an Xbox or a PlayStation. They were stacked. They were stacked in the GameStop. I mean, in giant piles. You know what I mean? You could just they're just handing them out, handing them out. Come get them. Come get them. Come get them. You know, nowadays, I mean, you you got to catch you got to catch something on a good day to find something in the store. You know what I mean? Like that's just craziness. Even the Nintendo Switch, which is even, isn't even like a brand new thing, is still selling out of stores and, and being resold at higher value, you know, online because, you know, scalpers are just taking advantage of the situation and, and trying, I guess, to make a profit off of it. But, you know. I actually was surprised. I actually picked up an OLED Switch uh, when it came out. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah I, the closest I, I got was, uh, you know, I saw them online. You know, and I, 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 you know, I'm not, I'm not paying 200 extra dollars. You know, no, nah, me either. I wouldn't have bought it if that was the case. Yeah, that's that's that the OLED one. You can't even dock, right? So it's just, uh, yeah, it's just a better screen. 
there's mm. no like upgrade. No, yeah, the, but it comes with a dock. It's actually got a oh, it's, screen actually, it's, it's got a dock with a land on. with a landline. Yeah, it does they, have they landline added, on it, like directly. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they added the internet port. So, oh, okay. So it's not just wireless anymore. I think yeah, it's yeah. got a bigger hard drive too. Yep. Yeah, I think it has 64 gigs versus 32. Yeah. Which is a much, you know, it's like two games. Yeah. Well, actually, no, maybe not because the Switch, I think. Like, yeah, they're, they're, so uh, the Switch versions are like compressed. Yeah. yeah. They're only like five, six gigs, I think, each. Yeah, like I think I think Apex is like 11 gigs or something. Yeah. On, on the Switch. GTA trilogy that's going on the Switch, like 25 gigs. Yeah, and that's enormous for them. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> that's like. That's like massive. They have to take the day off to download that, you know. Yeah, and it's just the only part of it's on the cartridge, and you have to like do it like a separate download, like nine, like yeah, 20 gigs on top of that. I think the craziest thing, as far as Nintendo is concerned, I mean, you got what do you guys think about this? Uh, this cloud gaming, you know, like you've seen that you Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, I've seen that. Um, is like a cloud game, yeah, it's it, cloud. They got a few of them on there, triple A, yeah, games. man, that's crazy. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, that that's probably going to be, you know, considering that Halo's campaign is going to be in uh, December 8th, so technically would fall on next year, you know, Guardians is probably going to be my game of the year. I don't know if you guys have played it yet, but I'm going to I'm gonna sit here and tell you right now, uh, especially Bob, I mean, I know that you're uh, old enough to remember the 80s. I'm telling you right now, man, like that soundtrack and the vibe is like, is, is like an 80s MTV oh. Dude, it is it is so good, man. The oh, music. Oh, don't do this to me. <laughs> and and, and the, I tell you right now, no, you got to buy the game. And, and you can clip me. I think I like those Guardians might more than MCU. And I'm telling you right now, like that's oh. and that's a bold statement, man. But I like that version of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I love them. Like good. The Square Jeez. Enix killed it, man. Like, you know, and compared to the movies, is it like better than the movies or? Well, I mean, it, I guess it's 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 a cut of the same cloth, right? Yeah. So the whole premise is that you're Star Lord, and you're the leader, and you're playing as Star Lord. But the cool thing is, is they have this whole system that's set up that's designed to let you basically kind of call in help. So you're running with the Guardians, and you know you're fighting enemies. All of them do different things. You know, like Drax has abilities that break shields. Groot has like a, you know, he can vine people up, rocket shoots, explosives, and you basically control when you want to shoot them, um, those abilities. Similar to Scarlet Nexus, I don't know if you guys played that, but where you like call in like abilities um, and, and just the dialogue and the, the overlying story of it is just so good. The vibe and the color palette is amazing. And I got so uh, many games at the moment, but yeah, I definitely want to check that out at some point. Yeah, especially you, John, because you like um, you know Mass Effect. There's so many dialogue options and uh, interactions in between the I characters just, that just kind of happen shot. organically. Yeah, it looks so good. Like I was like tempted to buy it, but I was like, nah, I got to get through first. I, I bought it. I bought it day one, man. I, I was, and I, I don't, I don't typically buy things unless I'm super, super positive on it. But I took a shot on it. Uh, and so far, it, it's the best. It's definitely the best game that I've played this year so far. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. I mean, you know, I, I'm honestly su like surprised that people doubted, like you know, IDOS, like just because 
You know, just because like they they made you know Marvel Avengers like that wasn't really their decisions. You know, they didn't want to make that game. That was all Square Enix. That studio's phenomenal. They're like uh, yeah. I mean, every every uh, you know Tomb Raider game has been amazing. The Deus Ex games have been pretty good. So, you know, I'm actually not surprised that 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 this game turned out well because of the fact that you know it wasn't a live service game. So they did what they do. You know what they do best. And everybody. Maybe they'll yeah. take notice now, right? Square Enix, like kind of like EA did when Jedi Fallen Order came out. Exactly. So what you're telling me is they put all their effort in this and just let Outriders die, right? That's what they did. Well, I think that, I, and to defend Avengers, for instance, right? Like you know, there's a good story that's in that game. You know, the the campaign by itself, I think it's pretty solid. It's just the games as a service model immediately turns people off. And, and it goes to show with games like Outriders, right, and uh, games that try to kind of step into that role of, um, you know, Destiny. And, you know, they're always saying, oh, this is the next Destiny killer. This is the next Division killer when the Division was big. Um, you know, I think that people have forgotten, or especially developers and these large publishers, that single-player campaigns that don't require microtransactions are still, like, valid in 2021. And it's good to see that gamers are stepping up and being like, hey, listen, like we like this. We don't need a games as a service. We don't need microtransactions for a game to be great and for us to buy it, you know? Yeah, yeah that's true. This is true. You know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck a little bit on that. You used a word uh, a few comments ago, John. Um, you said cartridge. Yeah, the, the some things come in cartridges like SSDs. What do we think about a four hundred dollar two terabyte SSD for the series consoles? That's definitely a hard pass. That's what that is. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, no, I, just, I understand great. what Microsoft is saying. They're saying, okay, well, two hundred and twenty dollars got you one terabyte. So this yeah. is a deal. This isn't even two times. But somebody forgot to tell them that SSD prices have come down a little bit. Since then, I can't yeah. do it. I was listening can't to uh, another podcast, Xbox Two, and Jez was talking about like something about the tech that's inside that SSD. I guess it's expensive to use. I guess. Yeah, because it's an NVMe. I think it's called. Yeah, M.2 Gen Four. For that specific cartridge that they're using, it's pretty expensive. I guess too. Well, yeah, the main issue is it's proprietary, right? So it, yeah. you, have, you have to do that. So there isn't an, another option. Whereas, you know, if we had had an option for just a standard Gen 4 NVMe, um, you know, they're not, they're not, they're still pricey, but they're definitely not $400 pricey. No. You know what I mean? So um, that's going to be pretty harsh. But also, it, it, you know, they also brought a 512 gigabyte, you know, so I guess it's like, hey, there is a cheap option if you want a cheap option. Um, and then if you just don't, if you're not really concerned about series X features, you can always just plug in, you know, anything at that point, you know, any external hard drive, you know, yeah. and, just... and, and I do believe these are hot swappable. As long as you're not using that particular drive, you can pull it out with the power on and slide in the next one that may have all your RPGs on it while you just took out the one that had all your first person shooters on it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah just yeah, like memory cards yeah. from back in the day. Yeah. That's pretty rad. A hot swappable SSD? I can't even do that in my portable. I'll screw it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I I just think that 
you know, obviously that $400 price tag is going to be hard to pill swallow for a lot of people. So mm-hmm. I think it's just going to be a matter of, you know, these things are, they're going to be here. They're going to exist. I think that a lot of people are going to start, you know, probably play the waiting game, right. And catch these things whenever they do eventually start coming down or better tech becomes available. Um, you know, I purchased the one terabyte one and it is awesome to have, you know, because nowadays one terabyte just goes so fast. You know what I mean? Like it's just so easy to fill up a hard drive. So, I mean, it's good to have that and to be able to use features that you wouldn't be able to otherwise, but, um, I, I use my eight terabyte, uh, uh, it's, it's a Seagate game drive, my eight terabyte. And that holds my games until I want to play them on my SSD because I mean, I, I don't, I have 200 megs down where I live at. So yes, my internet is fast enough, but I can still transfer from that mechanical drive to my SSD faster than I can download it. So yeah. I like I like to keep things on hand here. And that and internet speeds, whether you're during the time of day, high peak hours, it that's gonna fluctuate a little bit. You may get crap one day and you may get gold next. So Yeah, the five twelves are a good nice option if you can't, you know. The the obviously the two terabytes pretty expensive, but five's a nice option to have there. But yeah, I, I've just been using my just regular, you know, external hard drive and just transferring games back and forth. It's not that bad, I don't think. Just well, our, um, I just got a f- message from our um, our fifth member. Um, Ultimus Gaming will not be able to make it. He's got serious family issues, so he will not be able to make our first episode. Okay. And on that stopping point... I want to remind everybody who's listening or who will listen to please like share and subscribe to the Xbox live party podcast channel. Uh, We are a channel in its infant stages. Um, We haven't done really any triple a reviews yet. We're still, um, we're still on that end that indie tit, but you know what? The indies are giving us codes to review games and triple A's aren't so, you know, it's the way it works. We'll get there. We'll get there all in due time. So after that, I guess it's, I guess I should let the cat out of the bag. My theory that I've been tossing around in my head for, um, I guess ever since I heard God of war was going to PC And this topic, I haven't heard anybody else talk about this. And I think it may be an underlying issue with, uh, let's go ahead and just call a spade a spade, Pegasus Nation. And that is, I honestly believe in my heart that PlayStation has lost its identity. Because... If you think about the other platforms, Nintendo's always been Nintendo. Mario, the universe, Zelda, that universe. It's the first two things I think about when somebody says Nintendo. And people argue all the time. Xbox and PC, different platforms. Yes, but it depends on how you define a platform. If you define a platform by hardware and by the software 
that runs said games, well, then Xbox has always been a PC for your living room because it's always had mainstream hardware in it from a PC. It's always ran through DirectX APIs in a Windows environment. Billy Gates in 2000 wanted to call it the Direct Xbox. So I think of Xbox and PC as two sides of the same coin. And it's because of those similarities in environments and hardware that Microsoft can seamlessly pull off a day and date release on both platforms. Sony, up until the PlayStation 4, the hardware in a PlayStation wasn't mainstream. It was proprietary. And you've had a lot of franchises in the past that like crash when I, you know, if you'd asked me 15 years ago, what do you think about when I say PlayStation? I'd say crash bandicoot, Well, you can't say that now. Um, if you'd asked me five years ago, I'd have said God of war. Well, not really five years ago. That's two years ago. I just said, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn. I can't say that now. And I know what you're, you know, those that are listening may be thinking, well, Xbox games are on PC. But, you know, if you listen to the first part of what I said, uh, Xbox basically is a PC. Uh, PlayStation does not run on Windows. It runs on Orbis. A PlayStation does not have DirectX APIs. It uses universal APIs through that Orbix. And Orbix is a version of Unix or Unix. Sorry. So, I mean, I love my exclusives on my PlayStation. And I probably will play some on my PC so that I can see the advantages of the port. You know, PlayStation has got a company now to do ports. I don't consider an Xbox game to PC a port. If anything, it's just a setting of the settings so that you can't adjust them in a, like you can on a PC because they don't want you to burn your Xbox up. But it's really, I mean, PlayStation has lost its identity because they can't really call anything theirs anymore other than their gaming console. And this is becoming more and more apparent because every release that I see on PlayStation, every release is a battle for which one's better, which version's better. How does this game of ours compare to this game of yours that has come out or that has been revealed within the same time frame and i mean in a way i'm glad that everybody's going to get to play these games if they don't have a playstation but at the same time i i do feel empathy because that's just like if you're a big toyota fan and then all of a sudden you could put Honda parts in your Toyota and you hate Honda. I mean, I know it's a big difference, but I can empathize. Well, what do you guys think about my theory? Uh, 
Um, yeah, for me, it's not it's not really going to affect me because I'm a console guy. So if I when if I decide to get a PS5, I'll just going to play it there. I'm not a PC gamer. So yeah, I just I don't think it's a huge deal for me. Um, I, I like if you just look at like Jim Ryan since he's been he's been kind of pushing them into this direction. Uh, he's importing a lot of their old catalog games, and I think eventually once the old PS4 catalog kind of gets ca- catches up to being ported over, it, they're gonna start doing like maybe not day and date games, but it's gonna be pretty close. I think within six six months to a year. But yeah, I think it's great to just have more options for people that maybe don't want to have a PS5 and they have their PC that they can play the, the games there. Well, I, I agree with you completely, John. Um, but I don't think the other side of the aisle does. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But we've kind of been through this with before with the Xbox strategy, right? So it's kind of like a sticker shock almost for them, right? Yeah, I mean, and I, I guess Xbox is kind of Microsoft has groomed us to yeah, recognize it is that slowly, right? The, the right way. Yeah, Sony's been doing like kind of forcing. I feel like over the past like well, six months to a year, right? They've made comments about things not ever going, and just haven't been too transparent. It's kind of what I'm getting at. Correct. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Exactly, because they believe in generations, and now it uh, looks like I'm good. I'm not going to have to buy a PS5 to play the new God of War, or the new Horizon. I can play it on my PS4. Well, they they believe in PC. <laughs> That's what they believe in. They That's believe, what they believe in money. money. Yeah, and that, <laughs> exactly. And, and at, at the end of the day, and it's like you said earlier, you know, Xbox. If you're if you're a fan of Xbox, we've already been through this, right? Like, if you're a fan of this of this uh, ecosystem, I would like to call it now because it's. Let's face it, Xbox is more than a box now, right? It's more than a console. It's an ecosystem, and it, it's it's a place where you can access Game Pass and access titles that come exclusively from Xbox, but also on various platforms, you know, mobile, PC, Steam, et cetera, et cetera. I totally agree with KY's sentiment that Xbox is PC because it it very well is. Everything drops the same. It's literally a settings difference. Xbox Series X is just an optimization from the developers, whereas PC lets you have free reign to, to play it as you choose. You know the hard the hard pill to swallow is that a lot of a lot of fans of the Sony platform have been able to say for years that they have games that nobody else has, and that is the reason to to hold on to this box. And this is why this box is better than that box because you can't access it. And now Jim Ryan is saying games are coming to PC, and now we're hearing rumors of Sackboy coming to PC, which not a big game, right? But the fact that it came out less than a year ago is a huge fact because. The timeline of these games coming from a PS5 exclusive to coming to PC is getting smaller and smaller by the day. And it seems like every other week we're getting a report of another game that we thought would never come to PC on PlayStation coming to PC. You know what I mean? So the times have changed and these guys are just not understanding that this is not going... Listen, it's not going to kill PlayStation. PlayStation is not going to go away because these games go on PC. But a lot of these guys that can no longer hold on to this high horse that they're sitting on literally and figuratively um, think that, you know, now that their, their console has been uh, tarnished. Now I will say that I do agree with the sentiment that it does, you know, 
like for instance, like me, I primarily play on PC for the most part. So obviously, like I'm not going to go run out and get a PS5 to play God of War, and I could just buy it on Steam, right? So yes, they get the software sales, but also too, we're not. I'm not going to run out and buy a PC. But I also saw, um, you know, some statistics saying that, like I think, um, I think it was Matt Piscatella today. Did anybody see that tweet that he let out saying that? Um, around there's some crazy percentage of PC players that that don't even that would never even buy a PS5, but would still purchase a game from the PlayStation Studio. You know what I mean? So those people that they're that, that were buying those games, those God of War people on Steam, they they never planned on buying a PlayStation Five. So Sony is getting those sales, and that's exactly why they did it. You know, like that's that's their whole strategy, right? Because there are people like that, you know. <clears throat> you have the people who like consider themselves the PC master race. I have friends actually who, who like even say that all the time because they're just like screw consoles. They're not, you know. I mean, now it's obviously getting a little bit more closer to, you know, in terms of the the, the power and stuff like that, the hardware. Um, but you know, there there's I have quite a few friends who are just like, nope. I have a PC. It's you know the most powerful thing that you know is out there because, you know obviously it doesn't come close to some of the consoles out there so and yeah i mean why wouldn't they like those are great games at the end of the day so that's you know that's that's sony's strategy i mean that's what they want to do because they know that in order for them to pretty much be sustainable in this especially you know how the economy is going they have to expand because you know this the console market is you know it's limited and uh, if, they, if they expand, just like Microsoft is doing, then they'll be able to do a little bit better for themselves. Yeah, and, and these games are so expensive to make now, right? These yeah, they're getting more expensive. games is just, yeah. just to offset the cost on that. Completely understandable why they'd want to put it on yeah. PC. Look at Halo Infinite. $500 million <laughs> game. But we're, we're going to let you play the multiplayer for free. Hint, hint, with a lot of microtransactions. Well, yeah, that's that's the other thing, right? That's the other side of the coin, right? Like, I actually think that, you know, I'm not, I'm not really, I don't really play on PlayStation that much, so I don't really know, I guess, the PS fanboys' sentiment on this. But, uh, you know, that's the thing. Like, that's the other side of the coin. Like, okay, you either let PlayStation release their games on on PC, or they're gonna fill their games with microtransactions to make up for that, you know. That loss of money, that loss of revenue. or they're gonna charge eighty dollars a game instead. I mean, this fucking <laughs> yeah. day is gone. That game sold what seven million, and and they never got even got a sequel. And personally, yeah. I I really like like Ratchet and Clank on my PS4, but the new one, um, the way people were carrying that around on their shoulders, I'm surprised it only sold a million copies for the amount of PS5s that have been activated. Yeah, I think it was what ten percent sales from them. Yeah, well, yeah even, come uh, on even now. Ga- even games like you know God of War and Spider Man barely cleared. I mean, I don't even think they cleared uh, just over twenty percent of the entire PS4 lineup of a hundred and you know, however many many million, right? Yeah. And then so twenty million, I think. That does new report today says thirteen point eight million PS5s in the wild, and so out of all those that have went out in the wild, you're telling me only a million. Uh, played Ratchet and Clank, which is like basically like their highlight, their holy grail right now. You know, it's 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 one of the few things that they have 
that they can tout around about having as quote unquote exclusive for now. For me, you know, I, I think the like what really hurt Ratchet and Clank was was a seventy dollar price tag because yeah. the last one was only like forty or fifty dollars, right? And the, and the new one was like double the price, and, and the last one sold much better. And, yeah, and, and the and, new and, one is just it's not as much content in it. And, and you know, I think I think too is just you know, you know, Ratchet and Clank. There's been a lot of Ratchet and Clank games, you know, oh, yeah. and, and none and none of them have been system sellers. You know, I mean, back you know, back uh, in the PS3 and I think it's the PS2 as well, maybe the PS3. But I mean, this was a it was a B tier IP. Well, you know what I mean? At one it, point, it was, every once every two years. Yeah, um, like they were they they had them, but they were never they never they never like you know they never set the world on fire. You know what I mean? Like, no. and that that's what I was talking about. Like these IPs, like the fact that like got the fact that God of War. Like well, as soon as you say God of War goes to another platform, like no, nothing else, nothing else uh, is off limits. You know, to what Jim Ryan's willing to put on another platform, and they're seeing the success of Microsoft, and they're pushed to integrate Xbox Game Pass for PC, Xbox games on Steam, Xbox games on the Windows Store. They're 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 seeing that, and they're also seeing that. Man, listen, listen, they're doing all that too, and we have eight to nine million. Series X consoles that are being yeah, sold, you know, on top. Yeah, that. exactly. To to not have any true quote unquote exclusives and still be selling that many consoles in 2021, um, just shows you that that there are people in this world that just prefer a way to play. You know, like yeah. I like playing on PC. John, you like you yeah. like console. Yeah, and that is what it is. There's a market for both of us. You know what I mean? And then we could we can like party up. On PC and play Halo together, right? Yeah, exactly. Halo, Back for Blood. I mean, take your pick, man. Forza. That's I mean, like really the beauty of the Xbox ecosystem is like you can take your game anywhere you want to go. Mobile, PC, console. Uh, I don't see Sony. Maybe they will adapt to that eventually with like mobile and and like kind I just want anywhere type thing. I just want to touch on something Power said. Uh, the series consoles since release have sold more xbox consoles in japan than any other generation of xbox consoles put together and i do believe that's got a lot to do with their culture in mobile gaming and xcloud i really do yeah for sure yeah yeah and you see i see a lot of um uh people yeah, that are over there they're sharing a lot of the series s man that the japanese culture they really like small sleek powerful things you know what i'm saying like that's that's something they're into you know what i mean so the series s you know and a lot of the and a lot of the places I, I lived over there for a year and a half i lived in okinawa you know what i mean and like there's not a lot of space you know so they don't have room in a lot of these places for gigantic tvs and huge pc setups so having a mobile phone or having a series s with a moderate size tv is something that's very realistic you know what i mean i think the uk as well like you know, a lot of there's a lot of space issues over there. A lot of people live in smaller apartments, and um, even Jez, you know, on Xbox Two says, you know, he can't even fit anything higher than a 50 inch TV in his, in his apartment. You know, so these the, the and the 299 price tag. I mean, for what you're getting for that console for 299, unbeatable. And I will say that yes, the Series S is um, a buddy I work with has got one, and it is <laughs> it's comically small <laughs> that's the only way i can put it and yeah, but, at the, cool too. but at the same time um my series x 
came from the Microsoft store on release day. And it came in a box that was the same size as the Series X box. And mm -hmm. I immediately thought they sent me the wrong thing. Because <laughs> I thought to myself, that's too small of a box to be a Series X. And then I opened the box and I'm like, oh God, it is not as big as I thought it was. And then I went to pick it up and try to pick up 10 pounds in this little box. You're like, oh my God, that's because it's got no empty space in it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's deceptively heavy. And the, the 1X was deceptively heavy too. Yeah. I mean, it was just very dense. Oh, so quickly going back to the Japan thing, I, one thing I really noticed too is that they're getting a lot more Japanese support, uh, like for for Game Pass or whatnot. So that might be more enticing too as well. Like they just got know. Star Ocean Go game, the other game from uh, Square Enix the other day. I don't know if any guys saw that or not. No, I didn't catch that. What, what, what yeah, was it? No, Ocean? I didn't either. Please yeah, tell. RPG, like sci-fi RPG from Square Enix uh, coming to Xbox. Usually a game Ooh. like that would skip, right? Uh, please, yeah. sir. I want some more. <laughs> I don't know much more about it, but I was like, they look pretty cool. It's like a sci-fi setting. You now, JRPG. Uh, people were pretty surprised and happy to see it come over to Xbox. Yeah, they're getting a lot. Right. They're getting a lot more of those, you know. Okay, so so to finish up this whole uh, Xbox PC, PlayStation PC, whatnot. I don't know about you guys, but whenever I'm playing Xbox on my television right here in front of me, I always have the Xbox app open next to me or youtube well it depends on whether or not i'm listening to a podcast while i play or if i'm just gaming then i've always got my my pc xbox app open and it's vice versa i could all have my xbox on checking for updates or doing downloads or whatever when i'm playing rts on my computer and that's all i play on my computer i do content creation and i play real-time strategy games because i believe those games are just meant for a mouse and keyboard that's just the way I am. But with that being said, I want to see a PlayStation app. I want to see something on the PC that links you to the community you're loyal to. And that's what, I guess that's my biggest issue. I want to see that. I want to see achievements across the board. I want to see games launched through a PlayStation app on the PC. I want to see you be able to access your PS Now, your PS Plus in an app on your PC to play those PC ports. When do we think that will happen? Well, I'll say this. I think that, you know, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when, and I, and I feel that way about everything that you said, right? So we're talking about things that Xbox has already done, right? Like you, you know, right now I can access my uh, Xbox library, Xbox game pass. Uh, I can talk with all you guys on party chat PC seamlessly, uh, little to no issue at all. You know, we can call cross play is super solid. PlayStation is right. In my opinion, I think that they're in some, uh, you know, in some building somewhere having meetings and talking about reading the field and seeing, okay, we know that we have this stipulation that's behind Sony. Um, and you have a very, very vocal minority fan base that's really loud about not wanting to do these things that Microsoft is doing. But the sad thing about it is, is that, 
the things that Microsoft are doing is making money, right? And, and, and it's, and it's, it's breaking down barriers. Sony is wanting to do these things. They're just waiting for an opportune time to drop it on their on their fans. If you've noticed, they've been drip feeding them games and exclusives to the PC platform very slowly, very, very minimalistic. And most of them are from last generation. What we're seeing is the gap is closing and slowly but surely these things are changing. I think that they're waiting to sell a certain market or a certain uh you know, amount of PlayStation fives. And me personally, I think Jim Ryan is going to, you know, he's going to snap his fingers and say, all right, let's, let's start, let's start kicking out this PlayStation app. And one Monday we're going to wake up and see it on Twitter and Twitter is going to explode. And you know, that could be the end of ponies as we know it. <laughs> Keep an eye on your friends. Okay. Keep an eye on your Sony friends. They're going to be hurting that day. That's right. Don't let uh, don't let friends be in rooms by themselves. It may not be safe. Talk them through it. You got to talk them through it. That's right. You got to say, look, man, because their infrastructure is nowhere's on the level of Microsoft, right? Uh, if you, even if you look back to like, no, I think the first game Xbox ported was like what Quantum Break in like 2015, and it took them mm-hmm. like a long time to get everything set up just to do what they're doing now, right? So I, right. maybe they'll have some deal with Epic Games or something. Maybe I don't know. Well, or, I mean, aren't they aren't they um, aren't they working with Azure cloud servers right now? Isn't that? Isn't yeah, that, I'm not sure. I know there was a, a memorandum yeah. or some type of signing on that. Yeah, I haven't really yeah. heard. I, it doesn't, I'm not listen. My, when I say what I when I say what I say, I, I I definitely don't mean that. Like next year, we're gonna see something like that. I think this is gonna be a very slow drag. Um, and but I do think that it's just think about this. Six months ago, we would have never thought that God of War was coming to PC, correct? I mean, it, it yeah, just would it wouldn't even cross anybody's mind, you know. Yeah. And even before that, I would have never guessed that a game like even Horizon Zero Dawn, which was a very successful IP for them, heading to PC natively, you know. So the days of and I also I would have never thought that Xbox would have bought Bethesda. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just these things that are happening in the gaming world that you know the, the world of predictions and and being able to you know to tell you what the weather's going to be tomorrow or over man you know like these these companies have the money and the resources to drop you know 10 billion dollars on an infrastructure or 15 you know it just depends on what they want to do with it if they see what there's money that, yeah do you think they're going to get like their own launcher on pc i think eventually yeah i i definitely see that like i said i, I like when i when i tell you that sony is watching what's happening with xbox game pass for pc they're seeing the reception of microsoft's games being in the top of the charts on steam if you pay attention to steam charts you're always seeing forza horizon 4 sea of thieves you're seeing microsoft flight simulator all microsoft age of empires i guarantee you if you pull up steam right now it's going to be in the top sellers you know what i mean so they're seeing these games and these successes and they're asking themselves why aren't we getting a piece of that pie when we're already sell- we're selling enough playstations you know what i mean so and they're and in a businessman's mind they don't they really don't care right they don't they don't they don't have that loyalty that these you know these blind fanboys do you know what they i mean like a casual market sony right i don't think they'll ever stop selling consoles right exactly you know what i mean that that person that just wants to get little timmy a playstation to put it in front of their tv so exactly. that they can play Fortnite with their friends like that's the person that's never going to go 
and and say, oh man, you know, I wasn't going to get this PlayStation Five, but man, look at this PC I can play God of War on. Like they're they're not saying that, you know what I mean? Yeah, and and in the same in the same respect, that same person is not going to say, oh man, oh I'm going to get this Xbox so they can get so they can play Forza. They're they're not going to do that. Yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying. I went over to a, a friend of ours house, you know, a little while, you know, it wasn't, you know, that long ago, but I walk in and he's got his PlayStation controller in his hand. And I come around the corner and he's playing Fortnite and I'm like, oh, man, if you dealt, if you dealt with the console wars, like I do on a daily basis, you'd be playing an exclusive or something, man. Goodness well, gracious. Like, somebody make a meme out of that. <laughs> like games that sell on PlayStation. It's like top 20 is not even exclusive on the list. And yeah. I was curious. I looked it up and actually the the fastest game so far to make the move to PC was Death Stranding. It came out November 8th of 2019 and it was on PC by July the next year. Yeah, see that's yeah. And that and that's crazy. Now I know that that's technically what second party, right? Like, would that be considered like a second party deal, like uh, Detroit? Uh, yeah, it was. A, yeah, it was a direct exclusivity deal with uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't even remember his name now. Hideo Hideo Kojima. Yeah, Kojima. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's coming over to that Xbox. Little big right thing is supposed to be coming soon, and that that hasn't been out a year. I don't think. Yeah, Sackboy came out in November of 2020, I believe oh, it Sackboy, was. Sackboy, yeah, sorry. Or something like that. Yeah, Sackboy, yeah. Yeah, and then that, that's just a rumor, but at this point, you know, Unchart- Uncharted was a rumor, you know, and God of War was a rumor, you know, and uh, I believe in the NVIDIA GeForce leak, uh, that was in there along with, um, there was another PlayStation game that was listed, but it was, I know Sackboy was in there, and... Um, I, like I said, th- these games are coming. They're, they're, they're the coming. last one is coming at some point as well. Yeah, you got that. TV oh yeah, Go- Ghost year. of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima was actually listed in the Nvidia, G- Nvidia GeForce leak as well. I'm waiting on Bloodborne. I, that drops. That's going to be huge. Yeah, what what a shame, right? You know, PlayStation yeah. completely abandoned that. It has a huge cult following. Oh, that yeah. game would that game would be amazing on PC at 4K you know 150 frames probably you know it, it yeah, with like a well. decent rig um you know there's a lot of these ips that and that and that's why i think playstation on pc is is a direct you know line of communication for what we're going to see in the future the fact that they have a label the fact that they have playstation studios <laughs> you know page on steam like they're not, it's not going anywhere you know what i mean it's going to get more and more aggressive as the the gaming community comes to terms you know it's taken the sony fans a lot longer to come to terms with this but if you've noticed the narrative that's been driven especially since god of war has been announced it's been oh this is good for gaming uh i don't care it's a it's only a few years old and in a in a year or two they're going to be saying oh i don't really care that it's that it's coming day and date i don't care that it's native (laughs) you know what i mean and it's like this the same things that we've been hearing for years coming back into fruition on that side it's uh it's very interesting all right look this is ky bob any of you sony fanboys out there that are worried i'm not talking about you toxic motherfuckers y'all can eat dick but the regular men and women 
who are exclusive Sony fans. Take KY Bob's hand. I will guide you through this. I will let you know it will be okay. It is a good thing that more people get to experience these IPs. So I'm saying to you, hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Xbox. Hit me up on PC. Come on now, let KY Bob be the lubricant for your ear holes. I will make it smooth transition for you. All right. Very nice. You want the sauce, KY? <laughs> no, no. I'm just being my, my my smooth host self. That's what I'm doing. Smooth talk radio. You can do a good GTA voice. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So, okay, okay, okay. New topic, new topic. Forza Horizon 5. On fire and graphics. Good low. I mean, we got reflections on the back of a 2021 Bronco that looks like they're so crisp, it's like a television screen on the back of your ride. I mean, these are, it's not ray tracing. I believe they've actually taken side and back view cameras and projected that onto the vehicles, which is some wild shit. What do y'all think? Yeah, I mean, that 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 game, that game has always looked good, huh? Like, I, I don't, I mean, even like the, the third game, looked really good for what it was, you know, when it came out for the time that it came out. So I, I'm always in shock and awe of how amazing these games always look just a little bit better than the last one. And this one is no different. I mean, I can't wait to see what it actually looks like on the actual like series X on my 4k TV. Um, that size though, the size of that game is, is freaking huge. It's like 130 gigs or something like that. Um, it's what 103 gigs. It's 103 if you just downloaded the pre-install through Game Pass. Um, But if you look at the premium edition, it says disk space 130. Got it. Yep. Okay. So I got the two mixed up. But yeah, 130 gigs. That's freaking insane. And I'm actually really seriously thinking about the premium edition. I mean, because... I mean, I know I can play it, but I like to have more stuff than my friends. <laughs> and I like yeah. I like to support my developers and playground games. Man, these boys are boss. They've been handed fable. Fable of all things. And they're going to do a good job too. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I think the playground's probably I mean, in my opinion, probably Microsoft's best developers. You know what I mean? Like they just—they're just so consistent in, in the content that they put out. And, you know, I, I'm in the same boat. Like Forza Horizon Five, I'm definitely buying. I'm not—I'm buying that game. I'm not—I'm not, I'm not going to be, um, you know, just utilizing Game Pass for that. I'm gonna purchase that day one. Um, I, I think that I'm just way more excited about Fable, looking at a game like Forza Horizon Five coming out to see the polish and the ability and their ability to, you know, to handle landscapes and real real like real transactions and physics i mean i just i just can't even imagine what a game like fable is going to look like in 2023 or when, you know, whenever this game drops you know it's going to be amazing you know the the content the cars it, you know it's been in my opinion it's been the best racer for a while now 
and I don't think that that's going to change. Uh, I think that Gran Turismo looks like a decent simulator, but in my opinion, Forza Horizon 5 looks more fun, looks more vibrant, and looks like something that will actually hold my attention a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah, the I game mean, just looks awesome. like straight phenomenal. Like I've just been watching some of the – so I actually kind of like when I'm really interested in a game, I don't like watching too much to spoil myself, but that game I'm watching a lot on it. It's just – it looks looks so good. That's the reflections, the, the the like the details on the road, just the cars. Uh, I don't know how many cars. Do you, do you know how many cars are going to be in that one? Um, over 300 to begin. Yeah. And I think they got the Toyota back. Because the last game, they didn't have Toyota. Yes, yes, they do yeah. have it back. Well, As a matter of fact, the um, footage that has been seen on Twitter is um, some of it is of the new 2021 Supra. Yeah, that's what I hyped. I was like, man, that looks so, so awesome. As <laughs> I can't wait to play it. And that's like one of the most games I'm looking forward to, for sure. And it's only you what, know, like two weeks away. Yeah, yeah, November 5th, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, November 5th, I think, uh, for the uh, Ultimate Edition, right? That unlocks early? Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, one thing that's always stood out about Forza to me, um, and I was, I mean, don't get me wrong, I loved Need for Speed all the way back to the very first one on the original PlayStation. Um, I loved Gran Turismo all the way back to the very first one on the first PlayStation. Like Ridge Racer on the PlayStation 1. Yes, yes one? Ridge Racer was good too. Yeah. The first thing that ever that really stood out to me about the Forza series was that... You know, I understand that Gran Turismo was meant to be somewhat of a simulation. But when my speedometer says I'm doing 140 miles an hour and on screen it looks like I'm doing 60. That I had a problem with that always. Uh, but Forza, Forza knocked them doors down and said, you're doing 220 miles an hour. Guess what? Shit's flying by so fast. You better have your, you better have your eyes on the road. Otherwise, you're going to die. <laughs> Yeah, the beauty of it is just the speed. Like if you're got, going so fast and you, you hit like an open field, and it's just you're like driving through the trees or, or or the bushes or whatever, right? It's just it feels so good. Oh yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Can't and then obviously wait. the music as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it'll be uh, um, Spanish themed, being in Mexico. Yeah, it should be interesting. Like. It's kind of like a Far Cry music, kind of like that, right? And some of the radio yeah, sequences. yeah, yeah. I'm kind of having an issue with that because uh, the only the only jams that I've been able to really get around, you know, get down with on Far Cry has been the Macarena or uh, Informer singing "I Licky Boom Boom Down," and then there was another one on there I mean, that I was jamming to, and then the rest underrated, of them are just like. Song. No joke, I actually just yes. turned the radio station off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know why. Oh, goodness. <sighs> well, what do you guys want to talk about? Anything y'all that I've missed? I don't know, man. I just think that everybody needs to play Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> no. I, can't talk, I, can't, I can't talk about that game enough, man. I'm telling Ugh. you right now. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. You know, 
you know I was on RDX this past Tuesday, and the way Zalker and Dealer were talking about this game, I was like, oh, me, both me and Fonzarelli, we were both like, oh my god, you guys are going to make us buy another game! And I'm still yeah. fighting it, but after tonight, you got, uh I'm going to have to it. get it so now. I got like Forza coming in a couple weeks, and then after that, I, I got the GTA trilogy as well. Um, yeah. What is the release date on that, John? That's on the 11th, and the, and the San Andreas is going right in the Game Pass. Yep, Veterans oh. Day. Yeah. <laughs> I love Crazy. San Andreas. Yeah, that's awesome. Are you guys picking up any other shooters besides Halo? Or, I mean, any any Battlefield or, you know, any chance of COD or, or Battlefield? <laughs> I, I can't really – I can't – I mean, I, I will pick them up eventually – but with Forza and Halo hitting a month apart from each other, yeah, and me still not have I still haven't finished Back for Blood. I still haven't finished Far Cry Six, and I really want to finish these. I, and then I, Guardians, I probably, and then GTA, oh, yeah, I, and now Guardians. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, it's insane. Sometime next year, I'll, I will I will delve into Vanguard and Twenty Forty Two. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in the Halo campaign pretty heavy for a while, and then, you know, I got Guardians of the Galaxy. I got that to play, and then, uh, what is it? Um, then early next year, I got The Witch Queen for Destiny. I'm a, I'm a big Destiny fan, so I'm definitely gonna be picking that you up. Yeah, Dying Light Two is coming early next year. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. I'm, yeah. I got that pre-ordered too. Damn, co-op on that one. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. I need to go back. I need. I need to finish up the first one. <clears throat> I have finished the first one, but I haven't done. I haven't finished the following yet. Yeah, maybe that's why I, I didn't do the DLC. I, I don't think that that's the DLC, right? The extra content. Yeah, the following is the DLC. Yeah. Huh. Oh yeah! The, the, oh man, the following was pretty awesome actually. I'm surprised like that that's actually DLC because that that is actually as long as a regular game. I actually played through that recently. Um, last like spring, I started playing through the first one again. Played through that completely and um, played through the following right after, and it was very very interesting. And it kind of basically ties in ties in the first game and also ties into the second game so you can kind of see depending on the ending you take because so just a minor spoiler there's just two endings so that's that's the only spoiler that i'm going to give and um yeah so depending on which ending you take it kind of gives you an idea of what the second game or how the second game came to be in a way this is very interesting really mm. mm -hmm. that's uh you know, and a lot of people have given that game flack, the second one, because it's not about the zombies anymore. It's about the people. And that's just a natural evolution of a zombie apocalypse. We've seen the same thing in The Walking Dead. It's not about the zombies anymore. It's about the living. But yeah, I, I, don't, just, I don't get that, though, because like I don't feel like Dying Light 1... Like I feel like Dying Light 1 was about the people, though, in a way. Like, you were... You were trying to help, you know, these people that were stuck in this town and they couldn't get out, you know, because they were basically being quarantined in, you know, and you're trying to like basically give them 
hope to to live you know like you're helping them out to to at, at least you know live and in their shitty situation so i don't i don't that's a weird weird argument in my opinion but <laughs> i guess i'm alone in that yeah yeah i i, I don't i'm not sure I, I noticed it felt like I was, you know, especially at night, man, it was just all about the zombies, you know, and it was just chaos, you know? Yeah. To me, to me, dying light is about the, you know, the humanity part of it, the zombies at that night, like you just mentioned, and also the freaking parkour, like that is the spotlight, the parkour of that game. Cause like, Oh yeah. There's so many, dude, there's so many freaking zombie games out there. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, beating a dead horse at this point, but this game is what sets this game apart is the parkour like nothing no other game it's it's like if you took dead island and merged it with mirror's edge and that's like exactly amazing. thank you I, yeah i was yeah. getting ready to say mirror's edge yeah yeah you got it great it's it's awesome weren't they the original developers of dead island yeah yeah they were yes yeah. yeah so that makes sense yeah yeah like dying light one would be a suit would it be an awesome addition to game pass right like right maybe like right before the month or two before dying light two you know oh, let, yeah. let a lot of people get a taste of it and then uh maybe they'll jump well, on the purchase that that it will be it will be that acquisition is coming in 60 days oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wish <laughs> <laughs> wow i was gonna say that's like, hello that everybody Techland joins Microsoft. I think there actually were rumors when they were, you know, having this issue, um, you know, with all these development issues that they were having, and you know, to the point where people thought that the second game wasn't even going to come out. I believe that there was rumors that Microsoft did like approach them and like apparently like help them out a, a little bit to yeah, kind of get back I do on track. Yeah, about that. yeah they did help. A couple videos on that actually. Yeah. Know. I'm surprised it just kind of didn't come to fruition, I guess. I mean, we'll if it had, that. though, if it had, could you imagine a zombie game made by Undead Labs and Techland? Oh, my oh, God. Man. Interesting. I'd love to see Dead Rising come back. Yeah. I did enjoy Dead Rising, but I don't know. For me, I just I did not like the whole time restriction thing. That just like that made me. Yeah. Not enjoy the that, game. That's what makes number four so good. That that time restriction is gone in number four. Uh, okay. I love the three though. The serious tone of three. Yeah, three three had that whole. Like, it's like in Christmas time and in a mall, and you're just like trying on weird outfits and just killing a bunch of zombies, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tearing zombies' heads off with a candy cane the size of your body. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Though. Don't get me wrong. Oh goodness. Yeah. So so we've got uh I've heard some uh some numbers on Game Pass and I don't know they're talking about a last we heard was 18 million and the rumor is a 10% increase in that. And that's that could be it's okay. I mean, we're talking about a 10% increase on 18 million and we haven't even gotten really into the holidays yet, which is where your big games that you won't have to pay for if you have Game Pass, like Forza and Halo, are going to hit. I mean, it, it could be big. Yeah. I mean, I because yeah. we're, we're starting to come out of COVID time right now, 
And so everybody's sitting at home on their bums playing video games is coming to an end, but yet Game Pass is still growing, which is a positive thing. Go ahead, John. I think it was uh, like in June it was reported 18 and it grew 37%. Um, but it was short by 10%. It was supposed to be 47 So like the, okay. target, the target was 47 and they hit it like 37 So it's like if you do the math, they kind of broke it down on Twitter. I've seen some people breaking it down. It's like roughly around 20 million, like over 20 million at this point. Maybe 21. Wow. It's still pretty good because, like, in the pandemic, they, they grew, like, ex- exponentially, like, massive growth. So, like you said, it's kind of, like, slowing down, right? Just I feel sorry for those. Yeah, I feel sorry for those developers whose families are going to go hungry because that's 20 million people that won't buy their game. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they, they get, they're getting a bag. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I bet. Microsoft's already like giving everybody raises and like to their salary. Did, you you'd know about it. Oh yeah, the developers would be yelling from the rooftops. They'd be preaching it on the corners, saying, "Do not do this. It's not worth it." Exactly. Like you mm-hmm. know. All right, guys. Well, I think this is going to sum up our first episode. Um, we've been live for an hour and 25 minutes i think the first 10 minutes of that was technical issues <laughs> something like that as because be. because bob didn't realize that you have to uh add each individual person to the stream and it's not on the little icon in the corner of the box either it's you just have to hit their gamer icon and it says add to stream uh, so so it's that simple yeah. <laughs> it's yeah it's always the easy shit that you yeah. overlook ah all right well, well i mean we've let everybody know that we're here and we live we've let everybody know what we're about and i think it's time to let everybody know where they can find us um slayer exclusive what do you what are you uh what are you up to and where can people find you uh, well, right now I'm uh, finishing off the Alan Wake DLC and uh, playing through ESO. Um, and they can find me on YouTube under Slay Exclusive Gaming, just like my icon is right now. So, yeah, definitely uh, stop on by and uh, say hello. Check out some of the content. We'd really appreciate it. And you can find him on Xbox Live Party USA ah, yeah. on Thursdays. Yes, and uh, Saturday sometimes as well on the Xbox Live Party Podcast, uh, our Saturday show at 3 p.m. Yes. Eastern time. So, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, 3 p.m. Eastern because it's, uh, you know, it's a UK-based channel. And those blokes, when it's our three, it's their 8 o'clock. So they're all liquored <laughs> up and ready to party. So, you know how they are. <laughs> I love every one of them. Uh, John Blue. What have you been up to, and where can people find you? Uh, just been playing some Far Cry Six, and uh, playing a little Metroid as well, Metroid Dread. Oh, which is pretty good. And good yeah, it's great game. Yeah, it is really good. But yeah, I just want to say thanks for uh, inviting me in the show, and everyone's been very nice. I really appreciate it. Hopefully, I didn't mess up too badly. <laughs> oh but no, John, you were great. 
Well, yeah, um, you can find me uh, on at Twitter at, at jboss293, John Blue, and you'll you'll find me up there. All right. Can we expect to see you here every Thursday, John? For sure. Awesome right. sauce. If you have me. No. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We will have you, sir. Power Man 4K. What have you been up to, and where can people find you, sir? Uh, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy um, <laughs> is basically where I'm going to be at for the next. Uh, you know, I don't even I don't even know how many hours that game has, but I'm I'm doing at least two runs of it. Uh, if I'm not doing that, I'm actually um, doing some game recording, recording some gameplay, trying to get some stuff on my YouTube channel. Uh, that's uh, Power Man 4K as well. I'm also on Twitter at PowerMan4K. You'll probably catch me boxing the fanboys. That's usually my pastime on Twitter. Um, you know, so you guys catch me on there, and hopefully you'll see me every Thursday. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And this is KY Bob. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at K underscore Y underscore Bob. Uh, you can find me at KY Bob xbox playstation uh you can find me uh my youtube channel uh, is ky bob um, with the brand moniker game set live which live streams will begin again soon i've just been getting used to this new work schedule and you can find me every thursday at 9 p.m eastern hosting this awesome new show on the xbox live party podcast channel and every other Saturday, because of my work schedule, I can only make one show every other week, at 3 p.m. on the Xbox Live Party Podcast channel on the Mothership Show. And I guess that's a wrap, boys. And thank you, everybody who has listened. Thank you, everybody who will listen. And please like, share, and subscribe. Help us grow. Good night, everybody. Take it easy, boys. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Catch you guys later.